It's football season, baby. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to do Packers, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. The preseason is behind us, and the only thing on the horizon is real football. Grassy, and today we are going to be doing the 53-man roster prediction for the Green Bay Packers. Final cuts and final rosters need to be submitted by 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. And uh, this was a tough one. So we're going to go through each position and uh, try to figure out what the heck the Packers are going to do. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patron and YouTube members. First, on the Patreon side of things, we have Joe Davis. We have Cowboys Fan 82 and Altia. A big shout out and thank you to you all. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Jonas Michael. We have 2014 NFC Championship. We have Landon Snyder and we have Sophia Swanson. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So each year, I predict who I think is going to be on the roster. Last year, I had a decent amount of success in trying to predict which guys are going to make the squad, but this year is a little bit different in that you do have some question marks, especially at wide receiver. You have some question marks on who we're going to keep on the offensive line, and on the defensive side of the ball, it gets even more difficult. Hell, probably the easiest position group out of all of these was inside linebacker, which is something I thought I would never say ever. So with that being said, let's go through the offensive side of the ball first and start off with QB. And this is just going to be an easy one, and the Green Bay Packers are likely 99.9% are just going to keep two QBs, and that is going to be, of course, Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. Now, Danny Etling has had a nice preseason. However, back when Kurt Benkert was on the team, the Packers straight up told him, hey, we're only going to be keeping two QBs on the squad, and I don't think that that's going to change even with Etling's performance. I just think there's other position groups that are way more important. I wouldn't be surprised if Danny Etling winds up being on the practice squad, and I think that'll be great for him. But for right now, the Packers are likely just going to keep two QBs. Then heading over to running back. Now, this one might be a tiny bit controversial, but taking a look at the group that we have, you had Goodson and Taylor who had a nice preseason, especially Goodson, but I don't think either of them are going to make the team. I think both of them have a shot to make the practice squad. I think the Packers are just going to roll with two, and that's going to be A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Now, you might say, Tom, what about Kylan Hill? Kylan Hill right now is on the PUP list. I imagine he is going to be a part of the 53-man roster when he is healthy and ready, but for right now, he's just on the unable-to-perform list. So the Packers, I think, will roll with three running backs. I think they'll start the season with two. They could use Amari Rodgers back there. They could get creative, but I think right now having the one-two punch of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon will be more than enough. So right now, Kylan Hill will eventually make the team, but they're just going to stick with two for the immediate future. Then you have wide receiver, and damn, this is tough. I was like, all right, they'll have six wide receivers, but Based on the position group, I was like, all right, maybe they'll go seven because there's untested guys. And then there was a part of me that said, maybe they'll go eight. And it came down to Juwan Winfrey and Samori Toure. Now, Samori Toure had the best wide receiver performance of all the Packers in the preseason. While Amari Rodgers definitely had some good looks, Juwan Winfrey had some good looks, Toure definitely stood out. And it was very tempting for me to put him
him on here. And I think that there's still a possibility that he winds up making the 53-man roster. And I was talking about this during training camp. I think one of the big concerns for a lot of Packers fans is if the Packers do not add Tamore Touré to the 53-man roster, he's going to get picked up by another squad. And that is very possible. And at the same time, the Packers usually like to hang on to draft picks. Now, I will say... While Toure definitely did shine, I think the difference here is that Aaron Rodgers went out of his way to praise Juwan Winfrey. And I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is holding the team hostage or anything, but considering what happened with Kumaro, I'm just saying that I think Aaron Rodgers' opinion means a lot here. So because of that, I do have Toure missing the 53-man squad. I have him hopefully ending up on the practice squad, but right now I have them rocking with Randall Cobb, Al Lazard, Sammy Watkins, Amari Rodgers, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs and Juwan Winfrey. Again, could they keep eight? Sure. I don't think that they will. And I think that there is a possibility that Toure takes it over Winfrey. I just don't know if that's what Aaron Rodgers is looking for. So hopefully Toure, if he doesn't make the 53-man roster, is able to be stashed on the practice squad. But right now I have the Packers sticking with seven wide receivers. And over at tight end, I have the Green Bay Packers keeping four tight ends. We got Robert Tunyon. We, of course, have Mercedes Lewis, the big dog. We have Josiah DeGuara and we have Tyler Davis. There was a part of me that maybe was going to leave Tyler Davis off this list considering his preseason has not been great. But the way that the Green Bay Packers talk about him, especially Matt LaFleur, they definitely like this guy. I think that they like his upside and his athleticism. So while he definitely has struggled during the preseason, I think that he'll still make the roster just for the depth. I wouldn't be too surprised if they wind up trying to stash him on the practice squad as well and they just roll with three. But I think they kind of need some youth there. Robert Tunyon's kind of on a one-year loan. We'll see if they wind up extending him. And of course, Mercedes Lewis is really there just to block as the veteran of that group. DeGuara, there's lots of question marks there. So I think that they definitely want a more of a project with Tyler Davis and maybe they'll be willing to use a roster spot on him. Then another really tough position group is the offensive line. You do have some question marks about David Bakhtiari. Thankfully, Elton Jenkins, who was held out of practice yesterday, is back in practice. So hopefully he'll be good to go. So I have both of them on the 53-man roster. You could see some of them move to the PUP list. But I have David Bakhtiari, Yash Nyman. We have Josh Myers, Elton Jenkins, John Runyon, Zach Tom, Tom, Royce Newman, Sean Ryan, Jake Hansen, Caleb Jones, and Rasheed Walker. Now, this was tough, and I would not be surprised if I was wrong here in the Packers keeping 11 offensive linemen. But let me explain why I had them go down this road. The Packers, like I said, we do have some health concerns with our offensive line. It could come down to Caleb Jones and Rasheed Walker. Caleb Jones has that size and he stands out in every single game he's played in every single practice that I've seen him. Seeing him in person, he is a mammoth of a man and he played pretty darn well during the preseason. However, Rasheed Walker, this past game against the Chiefs was phenomenal. He was really, really good. And so I don't know if the Packers are going to be willing to let him go. Now, they might say, okay, let's only keep nine or let's just keep 10 and whoever we were going to pick is just going to go to the practice squad. And I think that is very likely and that could definitely happen. I just think right now with how Rasheed Walker played and that size of Caleb Jones, maybe the Packers decide to just 
be safe at this position and just have the depth there. I wouldn't be surprised if a Caleb Jones or a Rasheed Walker winds up on the practice squad and just have time to develop like a Yash Nyman, for example, in the past, who definitely had that size. Maybe they do the same exact thing with Caleb Jones or Rasheed Walker, but I have them keeping 11 just for right now, just because there's those questions with David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins. Maybe they just play it a little bit safe here. So after the offense is taken care of, we head over to the defense, the defensive line, starting off with that in what is probably one of the best defensive lines that the Packers have had in quite some time. You're going to have Kenny Clark, Jaron Reed, Devontae Wyatt, TJ Slayton, and Dean Lowry. I have them keeping five. And all of these guys, the biggest thing is we're finally going to have some rotation. Wyatt is obviously being kept as a first-round draft pick, and he's just going to get some time to develop. But the fact that we're able to have guys next to Kenny Clark is a blessing. Now, I will say it was tough to not have Jack Heflin here, especially you saw how he played against the Chiefs. He had that big stop on fourth down with a tackle for a loss. You definitely love to see it. You wanted Jack Heflin to make the team last year. I just think with the guys that you have here, there is a lot of depth. And on top of that, there's just a lot of talent. And while I do want Jack Heflin to make the team, I don't know if they're going to be willing to use a roster spot here for him. Now, again, maybe they take one less offensive lineman or they go and reduce it somewhere else and they put Heflin on there. But for right this second, Heflin doesn't make the team for me though I hope we're at least able to keep him on the practice squad. Then for outside linebacker, there was a part of me that was only going to keep three, but I went with four here. We got Rashawn Gary, we got Preston Smith, we got Kingsley Enigbari, who I'm so happy that they drafted him. And I have Teepa making the list over Jonathan Garvin. Now again, you could see the Packers say, hey, you know what, just for some depth here, let's stick with five and Jonathan Garvin does make the team or maybe even a Kobe Jones, but I do see Tipa getting the slight edge here just because I think there's a little bit more potential there. But the Packers, again, they have a decent edge rushing group with Sean Gary obviously leading that group with Preston Smith. There is a little bit concern about depth, but Inagbari here, I think he is shined during the preseason and especially during camp. So the Packers defensive line and edge rushers, we should be pretty good this year. Then inside linebacker, as I said before, probably the easiest position group that you could possibly predict. And the Packers are star-studded here. We got Devondre Campbell, who, of course, was phenomenal last year. You got Quay Walker, our first-round pick, who's been playing really, really well. You got Chris Barnes, and you have Isaiah McDuffie. I think that this is probably the easiest one to predict. It's pretty much 100% that they'll be keeping these four, and the Packers, for the first time in forever, are actually solid across the middle. Then, taking a look at corner, which should be another strength of the Green Bay Packers this year. I have the Packers sticking with six. Of course, you have Jair Alexander returning. You got Rasul Douglas. You got Eric Stokes, so just those three right off the bat. You got Shamar Jean Charles, who really has taken a huge leap from where he was last year. He's playing really, really well during this preseason. I have Keyshawn Nixon, who I think is going to be there just for special teams, is you're going to have Rich Passaccia, who loves that guy, and you're going to have Keandre Thomas, who I think is going to be there also for depth. So these six, I think, are really solid. Could see them decide to keep an extra corner, but I think they'll just roll with six here, and they should be very, very happy with this group. And then finally, on the defensive side of the ball, I have them sticking with five safeties here. There was a part of me that was going to have maybe just four, but I have Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos. Those guys are an absolute lock. Then I have Micah Abernathy, and this is where I definitely think I, it could be a swing and a miss. But just watching him play, especially against the Saints game and seeing him in practice, I know it's a bit of a long shot and many people might not have him making the 53-man roster and just going to the practice squad. But yeah, I really would love him on this team. I think he could be something special. Now, I will say... 
The fact that there's some injuries to this squad definitely helps Micah Abernathy's chances of making the 53-man roster. You have guys like Vernon Scott, for example, being out. But the other two guys I have is Sean Davis and Dallin Levitt. Now, Levitt, again, is going to just be used for special teams because he definitely struggled. There was a part of me that thought that, oh, well, he'll make the 53-man roster and they'll send him right to IR, but he had his pads on yesterday, so that seems not to be the case. And Darnell Savage was practicing yesterday, so those are all good signs. Their other guy who I'm leaving out is Tariq Carpenter, who is another guy who I think can definitely make the team, and he might make the team over Micah Abernathy, but this is kind of just like the Tom Grassi pick. I like Abernathy a lot, and so that's why I had him take the spot over Carpenter. And finally, to round it out off a kicker, you got Mason Crosby, who will hopefully be ready for the season. Pat O'Donnell as our punter and our long snapper. Hopefully those woes are over. We have Jack Coco hopefully snapping the ball and being able to do that job well. So that would sum up your 53-man roster. Again, some of the biggest questions you have here are wide receiver, how many they're going to keep. Is it going to be a Juwan Winfrey or is it going to be a Samori Toure? Running back, I think they'll just stick with two and then Kylan Hill will eventually join the team. You look at Jack Heflin over on the defensive line. Same thing with outside linebacker. They could stick with a Jonathan Garvin or a Kobe Jones. And then for safety, Tariq Carpenter definitely could take the spot over Micah Abernathy. But... Either way, we will find out in just about 24 hours at 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you see this 53-man roster shaking out? Let me know. You guys send me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! Go!